0: Alright, I'm here. You're here. Everyone's here. Raise your hand if you're here. I can't really tell if you raised your hand. I'm just taking it on faith that you did. Alright, this intro is going to be a wild one, okay? So bear with me. It's the fucking wild west out here, 2015. I don't know what's going on. Alright, first, I'm going to bring the podcast down a little bit. The Paris shit. What the fuck, dude? Oh my god. I was reading about it, looking at it, I'm seeing all the social media stuff, all the news. Horrific. All I got to really say about this is, like, let's not go off the handles. Let's just realize that the majority of people alive right now, or I'd like to think, are optimistic about the future and enjoying being in the present moment and feeling thankful that they're alive and have air in their lungs. I know not everyone is, but I think we're all moving in the right direction. Progress in trying to help everybody. As a collective, I feel like... With the internet and all this technology and everyone seeing each other, we realize that we're not that different. And that we're not, we're not, the majority's not evil and crazy. So, let's just take a deep breath before we make moves. Let's not make the same mistakes, regardless of what countries, but let's try to do it a little different. That's all I'm going to say. And the praying thing for Paris, like that's the hashtag or whatever um, I don't know if I can use it, but I'm just going to say like, you know, keep your thoughts positive, keep focused on helping each other, the community, the people around you and the people around them. And let's all just be positive and move forward and think before we move. That's all I really have to say. If you want to pray, pray. I don't know. I don't, I guess I pray, but I don't know if I really do or not different forms of prayer. I don't even think it matters to be honest. Just hold on to your hearts and let's get through this together. That's all I got to say. And then what else do we got? We got each episode, as you know, is brought to you by All I Need Skateboards. And this week, I'm actually going to hook you guys up. So I have a discount code for you. If you go to allineedskate.com or allineedapparel.com and you go to the online store, we have, you buy any t-shirt, windbreaker, hoodie, beanie, any of the apparel, use the, the discount code TSS and you'll get free shipping. That's simple as that. And last, to bring the podcast mood back up, is yesterday was crazy. They had the grand opening of this skate park, the Lynch Family Skate Park. It's in the heart of Boston. It's right downtown. It's under this massive freeway. It's right next to the... The the garden where the Celtics and Bruins play. And it's this huge outdoor million-dollar skate park. And they had the grand opening yesterday. And, my God, I skated for hours. My legs are so sore. I don't think I stopped skating for, like, four hours straight. There was so much skate park. It just kept pulling me. Like, I would go one way, hit a ledge, and it would just, there's a hip, and there's another quarter pipe, and it pushes you that way. And you just, you flow. Like, I didn't stop skating for four hours. I'm not exaggerating. There were so many people. It was so live, so much energy. It was insane. The park has everything. I saw the good homie Canton Russell, and he actually helped push everything through to get the park made. I also saw Steve Van Doren from Vans. Vans actually kicked in, I think it was like $1.5 million to help get this skate park built. So that was pretty crazy, and it was sick to meet Steve. I like locked eyes with him and kind of, like, he was looking at me. I was looking at him I was like, what's up, man? And then I think I just talked way too much to him. <laughs> I tend to do that when I'm overexcited, especially when I'm ex- I've, like, been skating for, like, an hour or two and I'm all sweaty and I'm exhausted, but I'm just, like, still, like, really running off the fumes of all the energy around me. But to sum it all up, the skate park is amazing. Like like I said, it's in the heart of Boston, and it's going to be one of those parks that if you're in the East Coast, you've got to hit it up. It's insane. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast and showing support, all the like retweets, um, all the comments, everything. It's much, much appreciated. Today's guest is James Manning, and he is with Royal Deca Design. You can check them out at RoyalDeca.com. You're going to hear all about it in this episode. James is my friend, man. He's a cool dude. I really enjoyed this podcast. I'm excited for you guys to listen to it, and I'll catch back with you next week. Peace.
1: This, this is, is The Shepard show, 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 show. Whatever you do, you have one thing that's unique. You have the ability
0: to make art. make art. And when things get tough, this is what you should do. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Make it. Microphone two. check, one, two, one, two. I, I hope they get it. I'm sick of explaining history. I'm rolling with a circle of winners. We claim the victories. Yeah. Yeah. come on. This about to be the realest shit you ever heard. You're in a transitional world right now. Yeah, it's just basically going for it. You know, and sometimes you know, think about getting hurt or slamming, but, you know, it happens. It's skateboarding. You know, it's it happens game, every day. Yeah, People are worried about skateboarding and the state of the industry. Yeah. The truth is we are the industry. Yeah. The skateboarders are the industry.
1: Experience, I guess, just because there's, like,
0: I've never seen, like, that many skaters in one place. Just, like, it's like we take <laughs> over the streets.
1: Like... <laughs> I'm already kind of monotone as it is. I don't need any help. Yeah. (laughs) All right, James. Let's
0: actually let's start this off with how's your day going? What have you been up to today?
1: Cool. So today I uh, was creating some videos for this nonprofit I'm working with called Four Down Project. Sick. And their whole goal is to like help kids and uh, you know do it through skateboarding. So we're Interviewing some people and getting some videos done. That's what I've been working on today and didn't get to skate, unfortunately, but that'll happen tomorrow, I'm sure.
0: Is, uh, the four down is Mike Crum and those guys involved with that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's Mike Crum, uh, Rob Cahill and, you know, uh, a few other people that, that are a part of that. That's
0: red. I was, uh, I mean, we've been, we're friends. We've known each other for a while. It, for the listeners, actually, James and his crew at Royal Deca Design, they designed the intro. So when you, every, you know it, if you listen to the podcast, the intro, they, they kind of helped me get that together and they've helped me with my podcast, uh, in a lot of different ways. Just kind of different. We bounced ideas back and forth and you guys helped kind of redefine my show. Cause if you listen to the first few, not that it's bad or anything, but you guys kind of gave me a more finished, finished feel to the, to the show. And I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> Dude, we're just fans of podcasts. And so whenever we like, you know, when we were researching, like we wanted to start a skateboarding podcast, we found yours and we found, uh, I think, one other one that just started, but yours was going way back. So yeah. we listened to those and we were just stoked on it. And then whenever, I don't know who reached out first, but maybe we re- reached out to you. But whenever that happened, it was just, it was awesome because we really liked your podcast. And then we were actually talking to you and yeah, it, it was just rad. It's cool that it's cool that
0: the internet can do that nowadays. It's like you could find any niche or thing you're into and just kind of connect with each other, which is
1: really fucking awesome. I think. Yeah, and speaking of your podcast, man, it's been going really well, right?
0: Yeah, we, yeah. We were just talking about this before I hit record, and it's a it, hundred thousand downloads is pretty rad to reach that um that that landmark. And uh for me, you know, I never even expect to get any downloads. Really, I just did it like. <laughs> Look, let's just do this because I think it's cool and it seems like a really rad thing to do and try and, um, yeah, it's been growing like crazy, man. Um, yeah, so, how'd you get involved with, um, did you say it was Four Down?
1: Yeah, Four Down Project.
0: Yeah, how'd you guys get involved with that? How'd you link up?
1: Well, uh, just going out to a few events, you know, they have a skate park called Four Down. Sick. Uh, that's Mike Crumb's skate park and, uh, he has like a big vert ramp in the back and then there's a street uh course inside this is in texas it is yeah it's in dallas texas sick and uh it's in the heart of the city you know Hell yeah and uh we would go there and i just offered to shoot some photos and maybe make a video or two you know little highlight video because of the events that they were doing it was you know insane skating going down someone had to film it right so yeah um did that and kind of got their attention you know just because we put out some video edits that they liked and put out some images that they liked so uh started working with them and it's been it's been insane dude because i'm getting to work with skateboarding pros that i've looked up to you know when i was growing up so yeah it's d- awesome
0: didn't you guys just have some big blowout contest out there i've seen it all over social media and and uh it looked pretty wild
1: yeah it wasn't us but we we went and shot you know, video for it and did an edit at the end. It was for uh, D-Town Throwdown. That's um, what it was. Yeah. Dallas doesn't have very many big skateboarding events, uh, so this one was the biggest, and it was Killer Street section. Uh, that's kind of where I hung out the most. There was a lot of other stuff going on, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was so sick. It was D-Town Throwdown, and they're going to do it, like, every year, I think, for the next five years, at least.
0: Yeah, you guys... I, I guess I assumed you guys were part of it because you promoted it a lot, you guys really helped push that and get it out there. I saw like um I saw a lot of insta posts and I could tell you guys really helped ha- uh, help promote it as much like you did with the Shatler show as well so
1: yeah we're just trying to get some cool stuff out there you know and see who listens. so
0: yeah, that's awesome. That event was sick though there was a good turnout
1: and it went off well. It was an awesome turnout um, and it was kind of like a initial kind of test. To kind of see where it would go you know they didn't invite too many sponsors and and stuff like that but it was a huge success so next year i'm, I'm imagining it's going to be double or uh they're going to really kind of put some money behind it i think
0: yeah that's rad where yeah. all right to backtrack a little where where are you from originally
1: uh from southern california so oh. yeah my brother and I were born and raised there. My brother is Daniel Manning. He's also on the Skate to Create podcast. What up, Daniel? <laughs> and uh, we grew up in Southern California, and we were living in L.A. County for most of our lives, and then we moved to Orange County um, when we were, you know, teenagers and really got into skateboarding.
0: That's where you got your first board?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you remember which one it was or what it was?
1: Uh, You know what? I don't remember the first one because the first one was kind of like something that we both shared. And it was just a hand-me-down type of board. So I don't even know what the graphic was. I know there was a graphic on there because I could yeah. see like pieces of it on there still. But my, the first one I remember was a girl deck uh, costume. It was just like the regular girl shape or whatever.
0: Sick. Yeah, I had yeah, some of yeah. that back in the day for sure. Oh, well, yeah. How do you share a skateboard? Were you guys just like fighting over a time
1: like here you go for like 10 minutes and then i get it. it it was literally like you you're on it for a couple of seconds until you fall and then i get the next go <laughs> constant snake session i love it yeah <laughs> that's awesome man how how often do you get to get out
0: and skate th- these days
1: uh probably like every other day um but it's not for very long which is kind of a bummer like um i try to keep it like 30 minutes to an hour or so but I usually skate by myself because I skate at weird ass times. Like I'm one of those weirdos that wakes up early and goes skate first.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You that, kind of when you said that, you reminded me of Corey Goonan who writes "For All I Need." He's
1: one of those weirdos too. Yeah, <laughs> first one at the park, you know. Um, but but yeah, I, I'm able to like get some therapy sessions in that way and not really worry about anything else. And then when people start showing up to the park or to the spot, then I know it's time for me to dip and. Yeah. get to get to work you know
0: yeah absolutely when i was younger i did that a lot too i'd go out and just like by myself and skate and think and like learn. you i could learn like like tricks faster i felt because i just kind of could focus on it more uh but i would do that too i'd skate by myself i think that's different i think i think it's uh I, nowadays mostly all i do is skate with people like it's insane mm-hmm. like nowadays to be honest when i go to a skate park now I go and there's so many people and I'm so talkative and I like to skate with people and especially young kids. So most of the time, I'm just watching them skate. Like the first half an hour, I'm like skating little quarter pipes with them and like off the like, which is so awesome, you know, but it's always with a crew now. But I used to skate by
1: myself a lot. And then whenever you skate with the homies now, like, do you find like your role is a little bit different? you know like because are you skating like with your team and stuff yeah
0: now like oh when i skate with those dudes it's awesome like there's levels to it you know like lately i've been going they there like we've been going to these big jams lately there was one at skaters edge they had this big ass jam in new bedford they had another jam and then this other one but every time i go it's so heated there's so many good skateboarders here so it's like you're watching it and it's crazy and then I usually get sucked in because I skate with, like, the little dudes because they're always sk- starting on flat ground, and that's where I start. I, like, warm up, you know? Oh, yeah. And then I get sucked into, like, watching them and my little crew, and I got all these little dudes around me. And then once I'm warmed up, after that, I'll just get into the fucking pool where all the shredders are because there's, like, the big dudes are going hard, you know? And then you get in there, and you're just, it's you know, you're taking a slam. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone's going really hard. It's fucking awesome.
1: Do you uh, do you get more people coming up to you now, because, like at Skater's Edge, because of the uh, because of the contest that you throw there?
0: Yeah, man. You know what's so funny i got to point out about this podcast, and I didn't even mention to the listeners, is that you have a podcast as well. So it's funny. It's like it's going to be a cool dynamic because we can go back and forth from asking. Oh, yeah. Pitch. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I don't mean to just keep interviewing you. But No,
0: I love it. I love it. This is like the podcast I want to have because it's like the back and forth. You know what I mean? It's way awesome. <laughs> um but skate to create we'll get into that later but let's keep with this this uh train of thought okay um yeah now in my area in northeast right now the skateboard scene is like insane it's the best i've ever seen it like so many people are participating so many new people are getting in plus like everybody's getting along and there's so many different lifestyles and people and genders and age and like everyone's like getting along and helping each other and like That's kind of what I was talking about. I skate with the kids a lot because I love skating with kids because sometimes when you first start and there's so many good skateboarders around and you're off to the side just trying to learn, like, the very basics. It's cool if someone comes up to you and, is like, you know, skates the basics with you, you know? Like, because you know you can do it. We could all do it. Some of us get so caught up. It's like kick with back tails and all this stuff and big tranny and pumping fast. I I like to start on the very flat ground. We play it. Do you guys ever play, um... Actually you and your brother ever play uh skate together?
1: Oh yeah. Except you know, we have our different versions. We'll have like just SK eight that we play sometimes. When you're Once. tired. Yeah, I just want to get a quick one in. Yeah, hell yeah, and then um we do this thing where we like if we if we miss it twice then we get two letters. Oh. Sometimes so- or whatever. Which give each other chances. We just like to keep the game going as much as possible. But he's he's like way better than me, so <laughs> it'll take it'll take him a lot less time but well
0: this is what i've been doing james we've been uh was with everybody i just go you want to play skate and when they're like yeah i'm like but we got to play like a gentleman's game of skate that's what i call it gentleman's game and right. then you start at the ollie and you go ollies 180s and then you get into shove it and all that faky nollie switch and uh you start at the very beginning and the foundation of it all that's the funnest fucking way to play though for i yeah. think so too <laughs> Cause yeah. you just let, it, I, I, like, even I'll challenge my homie Jake Dooley. He's like amazing at skateboarding. This kid from Taunton, Mass. hmm. Seriously can do anything on a skateboard. Like, it's fucked up.
1: Like, I can't even, I can't even think of anything, but. I've seen, I've seen a few clips and stuff of him.
0: Yeah, just YouTube Jake Dooley. You're gonna be like, damn. But I play him, Gentleman's Game of Skate. We start at all these 180s and all that stuff, and it's more about like trying to do it with style and pop and control. And then by the time you get the flip tricks, you've already played like a game and a half. So it's mm-hmm. like no matter what happens, you already had fun and you got to skate with that person. That's been like uh, a big thing. I love doing that. That's like my favorite thing to do. It's a good way to warm up and everyone has
1: fun, you know. And it's do- a good way to include people, too, like, you know, because that way everyone can play.
0: Yeah, fully. I play games with kids from all ages and we start at the gentleman's game. Do you, You and your brother do two tries on the last trick. Yeah, we'll do that, too. That's a classy move. I like that one. (laughs) I love that rule because, like, if you fall, the game's over. But if you go, you play two tries last trick, and they're like, "Yep, I'm like, sick, all right. And then I go, keep the game going, keep the game going. Or Mm -hmm. they say it to me, you know, and then you try really hard. And then if you get it, you're the winner, even though you're
1: supposed to lose. Exactly. (laughs) I'm usually just fighting the inevitable, but,
0: yeah. I I feel like you got a good front (laughs) shove. Do you got a good front shove? I think I do, yeah. Yeah. It's one of my my go-tos. I don't know why I look at you and you look like a man that has a nice front (laughs) shove. It's one of the best (sighs) tricks in skateboarding.
1: Yeah, it looks it looks easy too, especially if you just like catch that shit with the one foot.
0: Hell yeah. Um. alright, Um. What's that in the background? Is that a painting of the? Looks like the sky right behind you on the wall.
1: Oh yeah, that's a that's like an abstract painting I did.
0: That's so sick looking, dude. Thanks, man. Hell yeah, I like that. It's on like it's on that long piece of wood. It's almost like the length of a deck, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like a vertical. That's actually painted like on the back of a, a picture frame. <laughs> oh, sick. The back- yeah, like I just took the, I just took the whole thing off and just used the cardboard on the back and painted on it.
0: Oh yeah, that cardboard's like really nice, huh? It's
1: got like yeah. a polished finish on it. Have you seen this deck right here before? Yeah, huh. is
0: that a skate mantle?
1: Yeah, you seen that one? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Dude, so yeah, it's the, um, it's the one with Michael Jackson on it and, uh, and E.T., it says Alien versus Predator. <laughs> so, like, I was working at a skate shop, and that that board, we had it, or whatever, and uh that's the day that Michael Jackson died.
0: Whoa. And the day
1: he died, I was like, oh, shit, I got to get this deck. Swoop it and, quick. Yeah, and I'm not even kidding, dude. Like, before the end of the day, we got an email from, you know, like our corporate office or whatever saying that they were recalling all that stuff.
0: Dang. So I, so
1: I bought that, like, that day.
0: That's sick you got it, dude. Yeah. And then if aliens actually do exist, the board goes up in even more value. That's what I'm <laughs> hoping. <laughs> that thing's sick. They make some fucked up graphics though. It's pretty awesome. I I remember I haven't seen any in a while, but um I wanted to ask you more about art, dude. How did you were you always artistic? In school, did you go love art class and all that?
1: I did. Um I loved art. I always was doodling on my homework and you know, classwork and stuff. Uh, which kind of sucks because I think my best stuff was on homework sometimes. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I was always doing that. I was in art. Uh, I took 3D animation and modeling. Sick. In high school. And I took, you know, like video stuff. I didn't, I don't think I was like super into it to the point where I thought I could like do it for a living. And I don't know why. I just, I just thought, oh, well, that's just. Something I like to do, you know, that's just a hobby or whatever. Yeah, because it probably feels fun to do that stuff. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I guess I didn't really know that that could be your job. It's stupid to think about it like that now, but. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just thought it was a hobby, so I never really pursued it. I think, I
0: think the world kind of taught people to, to like that. They, it made it feel like work shouldn't be fun. Like work shouldn't be like something you enjoy. Like, they tried, like, only, that should be only for the 1% or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, the yeah. best of the best, and it's like, if you're not Michael Jordan, fuck you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, people would, would encourage me and stuff, but I was just like, ah, you know, you're just saying that.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. It's tight, dude. I love it, man. It's like... I don't know, the world's changing a bit now. I feel like everyone's trying to hustle to find ways to monetize something they enjoy because I think everyone realized that their time is the most valuable fucking thing they have, even over currency, because, you know, the whole thing crashed and they said our money's worthless or we're trillion dollars in debt. And it's like, well, what's valuable, you know? And then it's like, once you realize your time's the most
1: valuable thing, then it's just like all about experience and everything and going for it, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, you're... A pretty good example of that i remember whenever we first started talking about podcasting and stuff you you said that you had this podcast you know shetler show and you're trying to do something with it you didn't really know what but you you knew you wanted to keep it going and yes. that it was a part of your creative expression and you know that honestly helped fuel us and starting our podcast too
0: yeah man that's awesome that's good to hear man and thank you um yeah, I guess when it comes down to it, man, I'm just a firm believer in that if you, if you love something, and it's really something you enjoy, and it brings you happiness, and it, it allows you to create and express yourself, that's a need, you know what I mean? And those are things worth, like, investing in, or trying to find a way to keep it in your life. You know, like, you know the old story as you get older, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, put your childish toys away, and like, you gotta get a job, and life's serious, and you know, it's gonna suck, and you gotta, Like that. I'm like, God, man, like that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I think we're the only
1: generation. I think we're the only or we might be one of the first generations that feels like that's bullshit. You know, like I think our parents or their parents, that was their reality. You had to hate your job. Sorry. That was just one of the things you had to do. Yeah. Part of life. Work's not fun, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but I agree, dude. I really, and
0: that came, you know, you know my story, you know, that came from just trying to hang on to skateboarding because that was therapy and something I really clung on to that I fell in love with. So it was like, that mentality comes from that, you know, like trying to preserve something that you feel is special in this world, like regardless of what the world tells you, you know what I mean? Like skateboarders, I feel are ahead of the, are perfect for the new, the new uh world and economy.
1: Oh, dude. 100 percent
0: yeah you're always creating you're are you're always experimenting you're you, you weren't always popular like whatever whatever skateboarding is whatever it takes to do it the act of it and to create with it, it it's allowed you us to have so many good qualities
1: you know oh um, yeah
0: i love skateboarders
1: i i wonder like because there's so many creative people that if you talk to them you know they might be wearing a suit right now or they might be Um, you know, the head of some company or something, but chances are if you ask them like, Hey, did you ever skate when you were a kid? You know, they might say, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's crazy how many creative people skated and, um, took something from it. And, you know, that's actually one of the main reasons we started that podcast is because over and over we would ask different people like, Hey, did you ever skate? What did it do for you? and they had some really interesting stories to tell so we figured like let's just let's just talk to people about this i mean i feel like it's a huge um part of who we are you know my brother and myself and i know you feel that way 100% uh, a lot of people do
0: 100% yeah i agree dude that's definitely a rad idea for a podcast skate to Create. it's cool to like cuz it's crazy you know what it's so cool about it is that even when people are older and they're supposed to like work a normal job, people still skateboard. You know, that's the cool thing about skateboarding is you I'll see like sixty year old dudes out there, like it's a li it's like for life. It's like you don't you can't really get rid of it no matter how fucking conform the world might want you to get, it's still in these people. It's rad to see something mature to generations like that, you know?
1: Yeah, and it's it's in a crazy place right now, dude. I, I'm like blown away at the level of where things are going you know yeah. um and i haven't even like been around it that long but you know there's some dudes that are like they've been skating for 40 years or something you know but um everything goes in cycles i hear and it it's kind of crazy to to feel like we're in one of them right now we're yeah. in like this weird transition stage absolutely i actually i think right now is the best
0: time ever for skateboarders and skateboarding there's so much content there's so much people doing rad shit and skateboarding it's it's amazing that there's so much skateboarding everywhere that's like what we always wanted when you're young you know what i mean it's like let's all live our dreams like it's fucking awesome and i think skateboards right now there's more ways to get seen there's more ways to come up there's more ways to build communities there's more people that are getting into skateboarding and like for the first time because we're we're more open and accepting now and it's like I agree, dude. Skateboarding is in a special fucking spot, and we're all a part of it. Like not just me and you, but like anyone skating right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool to acknowledge that.
1: And I feel like, um, you know, you being a one of the pioneers of skateboarding podcasts, right? Like you, you started a long time ago, yeah, dude. That's yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like they, I talk to people, and they're like, "Wow, you've had it since then." You know, like since I think it was two thousand. Eleven or twelve. Like I've had it for a while now. I didn't even realize that because I just found out. I just found out about podcasting through Joe Rogan and I think Derek Fukahara might have told me about Joe Rogan. And then I like listened to it and then I started listening to all these podcasts. And I didn't even think about a skateboarding podcast. I just thought about doing one. I didn't even know if the one existed. I didn't even. That wasn't even a thought. But then when I started doing it, then I met. I I saw other podcasts that had skateboarding involved, and I was like, oh, it makes sense. You know, like hell yeah where were we i, I
1: loved i love listening to Derek's. by the way like the couple that you did with him like Derek, such a Derek's, thoughtful dude
0: yeah Derek's one of those fucking people he's very th- what'd you say thoughtful mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent thoughtful dude that's right you, i'm glad you listened to those ones we got super hippie and like
1: silly kind of <laughs> ah those are my favorites man i i love that because because he'll just talk you know he'll just let it go and keep this uh, keep, uh, conversation going and uh I'm I'm into a lot of the same stuff that he's into, so it just it worked out. But yeah, um, I know that whenever you were talking to Rob Brink, the word podcast kind of came up over and over, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be one of those if someone's like tired of listening about skateboarding podcasts. But
0: I don't. Hey, I was been thinking about this all this week actually because I've been listening to other podcasts, and and I was thinking about what Rob said, and I was like, fuck it, I'm psyched on it though. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's such a cool word. It's so good. <laughs> And yeah, skateboarding I- in front of it gets me even more stoked. I'm like more voices in skateboarding. And the, Rob wasn't saying that he was just make fun of the word. But the real truth is more voices in skateboarding that rise up and express themselves and like passionate people like the better. That's how the general mass public are going to have say in things. That's how you get power is if everyone expresses themselves, you know, and we can hear everything out podcast is beautiful for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man, if you don't, if you don't mind talking about it a little bit more, I wanted to kind of pick your brain about it because you, you've been in the podcasting industry for a while. Um, you know, it's, it's my feeling that there's a couple of things that might happen. Uh Number one, podcasts are going to keep getting more and more popular, right? Yes. Because the audience uh is going to keep getting hip to them. And then the technology is going to keep growing to the point where, like, they're in your cars, you know, easily accessible.
0: Well, I'm going to get. I, I'm going to do my part and get better and better and better, so it becomes like accessible to everyone. You know, like I need to find a Skype that doesn't break up. That's the one thing. If I could have a Joe Rogan studio, <clears throat> oh my god, the one like if you go listen to Westgate podcast I just did, that mm-hmm. was me and him at his house, face to face, like yeah, I heard it, <clears throat> seamless. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I was going with what you're saying. I think <clears throat> we'll get better and better the technology and everything.
1: All right. So you know how now every company has a blog? Yes. Every website has a blog and it's useful. You know, it it helps give your website new content. It helps you stay relevant, it helps you come up in search and all of these different really, you know, Uh, instrumental things if you're trying to, you know, market yourself. Yeah. I feel that in this busy time that we live in now, you know, we all are a little bit busier. We're, we're multitasking. We're taking in our content in different ways, right? Through, you know, social media. We're not reading newspapers. We're not really buying magazines and reading articles that often. Yeah. So I feel that podcasts are going to be coming more and more prevalent. For businesses, for brands, for pro skaters, for personalities, and it's all going to grow. And all of these brands are going to have their own podcast because they'll see how, not only how, e- how much easier it is to do than to write a bunch of articles, not only because it's actually more effective, because, you know, when someone puts in their headphones and they're listening to you, it's a much different experience than you know, watching uh, watching an ad on TV or, you know, listening to a commercial on the radio or, you know, you're like, those are like interrupting things. Yeah. They're interrupting the content that you that you want to get to. But in a podcast, it can be fused with it. Yeah. You know, as, as you talk about with your brand, you know, you're able to talk about all I need very freely.
0: Yeah. It's way more intimate. Yeah. I mean, I use the podcast and social media and stuff as like, I like to promote things, but the things I'm promoting are expressions of how I feel and things I love and care about. So it's like, you're broadcasting, especially if you want to make money off of what you love. If you want to have your job and your passion be the same thing, you gotta express why and show, like really prove that you love this thing, you know? Or, not prove, but at least get it out there so people know and can cheer along and like, Whatever it is, you know what I mean? If this is the new economy and it's like we're all gonna do what we love, then we have to express ourselves and sh- show it. You know what I mean?
1: I do. It's and?
0: Not, yeah, it's not like the you know, you can go to school and learn all these things and stuff, but like skateboarding, there's no, maybe there is college for skateboarding, I don't know, but it's like, I hope not. for me in skateboarding, I just love it and I wanted to do a brand and I love and passionate and it's like all these tools are perfect to express that. And which when you express it and share it, it's kind of promoting and like marketing, but it's not intentional. You know, it's just kind of you want to show off the things that you care about in the best light you can and most authentic light.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, with when you sit down and talk to someone, you get so much more out of that recording than in a written interview. You know, I. I hear where I hear where um, Rob Brink, you know, he was mentioning like he really he really loves the art of writing and crafting a good interview article. But I see the other side of it, too. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I love Rob Brink. He's, he's awesome. He's a rad dude. Yeah. I respect him a lot. Um, But that I feel like that opinion is the opinion of a lot of different people, you know? Yeah. Um, But at the same time, you can get that. Through a podcast you can transcribe that and then have them have different mediums that people can actually enjoy because I'm not gonna read an article while I'm driving to work yeah but I will listen to a podcast yeah,
0: yeah. You know? absolutely and I, yeah I love Rob for that we were going back and forth on my show yeah. a little bit about that but we were both saying the same thing. he's just passionate about that where I'm passionate about this but it's funny like uh the more people get to hear him talk the more they're going to love his writing <laughs> mm-hmm. cuz you're going to know the man be- who's writing it you know what i mean so it's like you yeah. become even more of a fan of this dude which makes you want to invest in something he creates
1: yeah because in in writing you can't really it's harder to detect nuance you know like yeah whenever it truth is harder to find in those things i feel and you know, I think that's what a lot of brands are searching for is like, what's our truth? What's our mission statement? What do we believe in? What do we care about? And, you know, if I feel like you have found a great tool in podcasting to be able to convey all of that stuff for you, you know, as a person and for your brand.
0: Yeah, I have 100 <laughs> percent, along with a the good therapy, like free therapy. It's not free, I, you know, but it's therapy for me, too, just to talk and express and meet people and all that stuff. So. It's the, it's a very powerful tool. Even yeah. just with writing alone, you can be taken out of context. Like, I don't do very little editing to each podcast. I do very little editing. And it's because I know and I want them to go long, you know, because the longer we sit and talk, the more we express and the more comfortable you get and the more true to who you are, you know. So the, the podcast is like you could literally say whatever you want and it, we can talk about it. It's like in writing, you couldn't say certain things because it get taken out of context.
1: And not only that, man, like, the other aspect I feel like, the other reason I think a lot of brands are going to pick up on this a little bit later. Yeah. You're kind of ahead of the curve, but <laughs> um the reason is, I mean, it's a simple one. It's easier to create a podcast than it is to make some videos or to um, do a lot of other marketing that you feel like you have to do because that's what's been done. Yeah. Like, creating a podcast, you turn the microphone on, and you're just talking. Right? I mean there's not a whole lot of production that goes into it before or after that and it's able to stay pure but at the same time very effective and you can just put it out and that's fresh content for all your fans.
0: Yeah, you know what's I think the hard part is like people for a brand that wants to get into the podcast game, I would say find whoever is the funniest or the wittiest or someone who's not afraid to express themselves. Like someone I'm thinking of is like Andrew Cannon and he works for NHS imagine if he did the NHS podcast like that dude has so much um personality and character and funniness and he could just do something for them and you would kind of like it would be sick you know what I mean like they employ him they pay him so they must like him and then give him a voice and express everything they're doing in a podcast
1: Would be sick Every company has that guy, right? That guy that that's always, like, making you laugh in the lunchroom. Frank Herbert
0: would be sick. <laughs> the, yeah.
1: The <deluxe> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I'm so stoked that Tim O'Connor has one, because I always felt like he was, that he was like, one of the funniest dudes to me.
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah. Perfect. I was stoked he had one, too. I, and I really enjoy your show a lot. Um, yeah. But I agree. I agree 100%. I think, like, the, the truest way to get your mission statement out is to express yourself with the most effectively in podcasting is like you can literally just say what you're feeling you can show humility um you can show you can show a whole whole list of characters just through talking and and communicating and you can learn you know what i mean you can gain qualities just from like real authentic communication you know and and that seems like the best way to market and promote something to
1: me and to that point you know that's I didn't, I didn't go to college, you know, um, me neither. I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't afford it. And, uh, I, I really feel like I learned so much from podcasts. Let me just back up. I, I was working retail, right? Yeah. I was, uh, where, where, where? Well, I've been like a store manager of, you know, skate shops, like fast forward and, um, I worked at Zoomies for a while. Sick, sick. But then I got this job at Perfumania. Uh, selling perfume and cologne and stuff.
0: Whoa. Were you, did you yeah. have to dress up?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. I was, I was suited and booted. You looked
0: dapper as shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing, too. That's how I met my girl. But, um, but, yes. But I, I remember, like, working and, you know, while I was working, the store was slow enough that I could have some headphones in my ear and no one would care, right? That's right. Um, so I just remember one day and, you know, we'll get into why another time, but I remember, like, distinctly saying to myself okay i know that podcasts exist i've heard one or two of them i wonder if i can actually like learn something to get out of here yeah you know like i don't want to be doing retail for the rest of my life um i'm an artist so what what can i do to get into the art game so i googled some podcasts and found uh i think it was called like the deep end design podcast sick and that's where a bunch of like graphic artists were Talking about how to get into the industry, how to make a portfolio, how to do your resume, how to interview and all yeah, that the stuff. The
0: people that are passionate about it are communicating about it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But, but that's how I, I studied that. You know, I, I listened to every episode. I took the steps that they were telling me to take. And then boom, my next job is a design job. Right. And it's all because I just, you know was listening to the podcast which was free you know i didn't have to pay to 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 learn anything yeah you're not i got to do it on my own time
0: yeah yeah that's so sick yeah podcasting are great
1: i don't care if we use the the
0: word is great too i'm standing (laughs) up fucking taking a stand i'm taking the word back from brink Brink, you
1: he had a lot of good points about it but i i just i i feel like as podcasts grow around the world there's a lot of skateboarders that don't know this information. They don't know um, that they can find the dream, the job of their dreams by listening to podcasts for free. Yeah. They don't know that they can learn this skill that they, you know, never really thought about learning or this, you know, I, I don't know. There's so many different kinds out there, but.
0: No, I agree, uh, dude. I agree yeah. 100%. The thing is, like, if you're passionate about something, you need to find it somewhere and you need to learn about it. You know, like when you first find a skateboard, you get out there and you like run into other skateboarders. And if those people are dicks to you, you're not going to get into skateboarding. But if those people are passionate and communicating and inviting, you'll get into it. And it's the same with like with podcasts now. You can find that thing that you're into because so many people do it. And you can kind of d- dip your feet into that world and hear everything and fall in love with it. And then there's room for people to express themselves. And that's so cool that you did that, though, that you found it and listened to the podcast. Mine was Joe Rogan, dude. got me so hyped, and I started listening and... I don't know, just the dude kills it, and then, I don't it's fucking awesome. Once you realize the power, like, you can learn about anything. Anything you're passionate about. Anything, like, literally, I work i'll be working a job and like listening to comedians and laughing i'm laughing at work you know what i mean like,
1: which which ones are you listening to
0: oh, i'm really into the fighter and the kid right now oh dude
1: that's that like one's hilarious that was like fast food i love it though it's super good it's you like, know what another one you would like man um that's kind of along those lines yeah it's called uh it's called the champs the champs never heard it i'll oh, check dude. it though so the co-creator of the Chappelle show do you like Chappelle show oh yeah, uh, fuck yeah all right. So, yeah, right.
0: I do. <laughs> okay, so they
1: talk a lot about Chappelle's show. They, you know, have a lot of comedians and stuff that are on the show. Yeah. But it is hilarious, bro. I would I would definitely recommend that one if you like Fighter and the Kid. No,
0: I'm getting on it for sure now. And uh, so I listen to Fighter and Kid, Joe Rogan a lot. Um, NPR has a bunch of rad podcasts. Um, who else do I got? Ari Shafir, which I haven't listened to in a while, but I got to go back to. Duncan Trussell. A lot of comedians.
1: Um, what do you uh What do you think about Duncan Trussell's podcast?
0: Um, it's out there sometimes, but I think it's amazing. Like, it's sick. He's very uh, he's very honest to Like, he's very authentically him, you know. So, and he talks about everything.
1: So I he goes know. on these rants that I I love, man. Yeah, the, the rants, rants are hilarious.
0: Super amazing. Yeah, he he's definitely like he's so authentic that he'll like come across truth, but then he's also himself. Like he makes mistakes. Like he's like. But he's very humble and very expressive, and he's like, he'll be the first to admit that he's learning. And I fucking love that in people. I love when they're like, I'm not a fucking guru. I'm not this and that. I'm just trying to figure shit out. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, and he's not afraid to try new things and different thoughts and hear things. And um, it's so rad. That one's really good. I haven't listened to it in a long time. I gotta go back. Um, I got well, Star Talk. I think what's the dude? Um, astrophysicist. Yeah, like Tyson. Yeah, dude, his is sick. I just got into his and been listening to. I
1: think all of them. I'm caught up now. Um, what I love about his is that, like he'll talk about like movies and talk about like the science of them, like Planet of the Apes or yeah, uh, I don't know. It's relatable. Aliens. It's
0: totally yeah. relatable. It's not like a, you know you're not listening to some dude speaking another language. You're listening to someone with character and humor and personality. Like those are the best podcasts, you know. It takes time to get to that point too. For those listening and that like want to do a podcast, go back and listen to my first 10 to 20. I'm being nice. I'm being really nice to myself. Probably 30. Listen to my first podcast. You get better as you go along. You get more comfortable. You you know what I mean? Like I think that's a big step in being in doing this. And you're talking about brands and people realizing that it's affordable and one of the best ways to express um, a mission statement for a brand, you know? but, But anyone can do it. Anyone. You just got to go for it.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of, I mean, I would love to see more skateboarding podcasts Um, and not necessarily podcasts about skateboarding because there's only so much room there. But um, skateboarders that start podcasts, you know, like individuals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can think of so many people and brands that I would, I would listen to their stuff if they put it out. You know? Yeah, damn right. There's so many funny,
0: like intelligent, smart people, and like all they have to do is talk about something they're into, and it doesn't even have to be a skateboard podcast. It could just be like, like you know, who would be sick would be Joey Pepper because I, he like, like or Westgate, like people that work and have crafts and things and hobbies they love, like fucking talk about that shit because i'm such a fan of joey pepper and i would, i'd listen to his right away he, i believe he does all this woodworking and stuff which like i'd l- love to hear him talk about that and then obviously li- skating would like link into that because you can't have do yeah. not talk about it you know it would just naturally come in and then they'd have their friends on and their homies and it would just illuminate that area and those people and be sick as hell
1: dude i think tim gavin would be would be sick you know on a podcast, because yes. after listening to him on your show, um, you know, he's he's one of those people that has just tons of stories, and he's representing multiple brands, so I'm sure he could, like, facilitate, you know, talking to the guys at Knox, and them having something, and, you know, something else with filament, or just keeping it all inclusive the way, like, Joe Rogan does, you know, where he has the one studio, and then, you know, he has multiple brands that go through that. Yeah, dude. You so, can do it many ways. You're lucky, dude,
0: because I just, I'm putting out, this Sunday, I'm putting out, uh, episode two with Gavin. Hell yeah. Yeah, because the slap message board was saying, I, I got, we gotta stop talking about the industry so much and talk more about skateboarding. Because he was like, they want Tim Gavin's story. So I was like, you want <laughs> Tim, you want Tim Gavin? Don't threaten me with a good time. So I gave him what he wanted.
1: See, <laughs> I don't even get on the board. I don't even get on the slap message boards. What What's being said about oh, either your show or podcasts in general?
0: I don't know. I just post mine, and when I go, I don't even really read any of the other filth. I'll read the headlines and laugh because they're fucking genius. <laughs> it's fucking garbage, though. I won't even read any of that shit, but uh, I, when I just post about the Shetler show on there. And, like, a lot of the dudes are super dickish. But they had some constructive criticism, but they just said it in a fucking nasty way. But I'm like, I still liked it though. Yeah. Cause I'm like, uh, at least they're giving me the time of the day. You know what I mean? So like, talking back, checking out the show. Like I'm hum- yeah. I'm humble enough to know that I might be an asshole, or you might not like me, or what I say, or whatever. But it's rad to get their constructive criticism, because some of that shit is truthful, and some of it's just damn right stupid. <laughs> But it's fucking awesome. That's what's fun about the slap message board. If those dudes started, yeah, the beauty if those of it. Dudes started podcasts, oh my god. <laughs> that slap should have a, a fucking podcast, if anyone should. Yeah. That would be yeah. so sick. Um, what's up with Daniel, man? How's he doing, man? What's that? Uh,
1: he's good, dude. Uh, he's been working a whole lot. Um, you know, We haven't actually recorded a podcast together in a while, but we we started this mastermind group yes where it's kind of like an extension of the podcast so we've been on that together but other than that I haven't really seen them
0: oh sick well i just like i i know you guys are brothers and you guys have been working and building this uh building everything you Travis and your brother huh just pretty much just handle it that's what you guys are running with the team that's sick man it's cool that you found like rad people yeah. and one's your brother yeah. and you get to build something with them
1: Dude, what's so funny is like the way they met. Like, I didn't meet Travis first; Daniel did. Yeah. Um, they both like got arrested for some for some BS. Like the same night, ended up in the in the uh cell together. Really? And, uh, That's for yeah, me dude. <laughs> they got they got locked up the same night and met, and then my my brother. And uh Travis told him, you know, he handles, you know, computer stuff and all of that. And he's like, oh, you should meet my brother, you know, whenever we get out of here.
0: Yeah, that's... We'll, we'll, awesome. we'll link
1: you guys up. That's yeah. perfect. And what what's, what's tra- for the people listening, what's Travis's
0: title at Royal Deca? Uh,
1: the glue? The glue. No, like, he, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he does all the back-end stuff. So, like, on our website, he'll do, you know, back-end work. And he does a lot of audio editing and... He's a really talented dude. He actually did the intro, the first intro for you. Yeah, uh,
0: dude. He he. I've worked, you know, me and me and Travis email back and forth and get on the phone calls and like, he's helped me out tremendously a bunch of times when you're first learning about podcasts it's like nice to have someone who's you know especially when you're busy it's like nice to have someone you can call and they got some answers and and know what they're doing and they can help work through whatever technical issues there's not that many you know but it's nice when you're building something and starting off you need you need someone to kind of like that understands that to to help you out
1: yeah for sure and you know what man i have to say like I think we did consulting with you for, like, three months or something like that. Yeah. And and in that amount of time, you have seriously, like, done so much because I remember, like, we talked about sending out emails to let people know the show was out and, yep. you know, different ways to promote it and and how to maybe structure the episode and stuff like that. And you've on all of that stuff, like, in a really, really good way, so... Yeah, um,
0: you really pol- yeah, you really, guys really polished up my show, and I was really, like, I listened to it, and I was like, this is what I needed, exactly, this was worth the investment, you guys helped me get to the next level where it sounded like an official podcast, you know, like, because you, st- you start off, you just get your voice out there, record something, put it out, just like Joe Rogan said, and I had to fucking just put whatever out there, and then after yeah. a while, if you, the cool thing about podcasts is, like, it's basically free to do, too, up to a point, you know, and by the time you have to pay for storage fees, you already know whether it's worth investing in because you see the progression you see how it gets everything and helps everything with the brand, you know, or just with expression or whatever. You just see if it's worth investing in and in like building your brand with it. So I love it. It's like, it's the best thing.
1: <laughs> this is well, the. Well, yeah, dude. I feel like we've, <laughs> I feel like we broke the record of saying podcast. <laughs> but- <drink>. uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was talking about your brother before, but, uh, you gotta get a session going with them, dude, and you gotta play a gentleman's game of skate. If you guys haven't seen each other in a while, you gotta take. Oh, yeah, no, we skated like maybe a couple, maybe like
1: last week or something. That, yeah. it, I say a while because we used to hang out every day, but yeah, now it's like maybe once a week or something. We'll go skate or hit the skate parks and stuff.
0: That's so funny that they met in jail. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or like, like overnight jail, not like prison.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, the laws are different here in Texas than in. uh new england dude texas um I we are on a world
0: industries trip and uh texas man the cops kicked us out of a signing we're signing autographs and the <laughs> the cops kicked us out you want to hear the story i don't think I, do. I don't think i've ever told the story i don't Please know where, do. i don't remember where in texas but we're on the wor- a world fo- a wor- world uh industries trip and we have a signing we're across the street in a parking lot skating flat ground just by our van and we're just having fun and then like the security guard comes over it's like this huge like it's all owned you know it's like a shopping mall type thing it's all owned by one person basically but tons of, tons of different stores dude comes over yells at us for skating whatever we're like he leaves and then we just kind of keep skating for a second or two and then we get in the van apparently he got so pissed he like called the real cops said we wouldn't listen to him and we, did, we just got in our van, drove to the signing across the street. It was across the street. We got in the shop. We're signing autographs with the kids. Good time, all that shit. And then uh the real cops show up, and they walk into the signing, and they, like, tell the shop owner, like, these guys got to leave. They, like, ran us out of town, <laughs> like a fucking Western. They ran us out of town. And it was And it was because the mall cop told the real cops that we didn't listen and leave right away. And then they came while we're all these kids are so stoked. We're giving out posters, stickers, like you know we're gonna. We just skated with all these kids. We just had a big demo. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. Like s- we sweated with all these people and they had a great time in it. And then they kicked us out while we were signing. Yeah.
1: I've I've never heard of. A team having to be, like, put on timeout after they're, like, <laughs> they after kinda, they're skating.
0: They kind of helped us, though. I bet we looked kind of cool. Like <laughs> It's like <laughs> the kids got it. They were like, dude, these guys are cool as hell. We just skated with them. We just want to get an autograph, and you guys are being dicks. And it's like they kind of helped our cause, I think, a little. It wasn't the best so, approach. But it was Texas. <laughs> I remember that. So I don't know. You might be right about that.
1: I think, like, I don't know what came first. the The weird, like... Authoritative attitude or the phrase "Don't mess with Texas" because I feel like people like to just use that shit to be be dicks.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't mess. Like, with well, it. yeah, it's like you know, we're tough now. It's funny, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like. Well, I will say this: I went to Austin and I haven't been in a long time, but Austin was really, really, really sick. I thought it yeah. was hell. I thought it was awesome in Tucson. Tucson was really sick too. Susky. He's there. He owns the property, I think, right there. And uh, right. That, that was really rad. And Phoenix is always really fun, too.
1: Yeah, Phoenix is like a. Oh, wait, I'm talking about Arizona. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Austin Austin is in Texas, and that that was awesome as well.
1: <laughs> I thought uh, we were just moving west.
0: Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Talk about different cities. What about, what about San Antonio? Uh,
1: California. But, yeah, I mean, I, I won't um, keep talking. Uh, you know what, man? I've never actually been. I've only moved to Texas. I've been here for a while, a few years, but um, I haven't really like been around. I've been to Austin and Houston. Never been to San Antonio. Damn. I hear it's sick though.
0: Yeah. I really liked uh, I really like the basketball teams. You guys, are you into sports at all?
1: Yeah, but I'm a diehard Laker fan, man.
0: We, oh yeah, that's right. God damn yeah. it. Yeah, but are you <laughs> are you happy about Kobe right now? You can't be. He's playing a hole. No. Hard <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, hey. He's still, he's still doing it. I'm, I'm, uh, I haven't really watched ball in a while, but. Yeah. I've been yeah. watching I've been watching
0: the Celtics again because my girl's brother lives with us and he's like super into sports. So, and I, I love the Celtics, but since the big three, I'm gonna be honest, since the big three left, Garnett, Pierce, Allen, I fell off. I'm a fair weather. I'm sorry. But, uh. Yeah.
1: And Pierce is from L.A. too,
0: dude. Pierce, yeah, hell yeah, so good. I was yeah. watching him last night. He plays uh, I think it's for Cleveland now. He's with Doc still. He's with Doc Rivers. But um, yeah. I always like the Texas teams. The Mavericks are beast. San Antonio Spurs, did, um David Robinson. Those dudes are so sick. But I've been the getting rocket back. Rockets and-
1: should be taken off from from Houston. What should that? be doing good. Uh, the Rockets are doing pretty good, or they were last time I was checking.
0: Hakeem Olajuwon, the dream.
1: Sick. Hakeem the dream. You know what's cool
0: about doing the do-tour? Um, when they first started, all the do-tours were in, like, sports arenas. So I got to go to Utah and, like, go to the basketball arena, and that's where they would set up the ramps and stuff. So, like, there's statues of Cara Malone and John Stockton. They did one in the garden where I live in Boston. I got a skateboard in the garden, which is crazy.
1: I didn't even know you did do to tour, man. That's sick.
0: I used to. I haven't done it, um... I don't know when the next one is, or... What. I don't think I'd do it again, to be honest. I want Timmy to do it. Timmy likes those things. Timmy Knuth, because he's... Yeah. He, he actually just got back, um... From Africa. He went out there for the... I think it's the Money Cup? The Kimber oh, Cup. Oh, And, uh... I've seen photos of him petting a lion and all this stuff. <laughs> he's super into those things. Like, you can win, like, you know, a chunk of change if you do well. If you get, like...
1: Well- Top 12, you can win like up to a couple grand, you know? Like, you can win. He got like Best Trick. Sorry, he got like Best Trick in uh Tampa, Tampa M, right? Yeah, dude.
0: Timmy's. Something like that? Yeah, Timmy's crushes these things. Like, every time he gets in them, he just destroys them. He does really fucking well. It's insane. But for me, it's like so nerve wracking. I don't know. It's so nerve I'd rather session with people and I can't, like. But it's really fun to go. We did, um with the Dew Tour, we took All I Need one year, and we set up a tent. Our homie, Chris Ortiz, hooked it up because he, he works with the Dew Tour. He shoots photos and all that stuff. And he hooked it up, and he let us get an All I Need booth at the Dew Tour in Maryland, Ocean City, Maryland. And then we all skated the contest. And we made money for skating, and it was pretty sick. Just for participating, I thought that was pretty rad. Because they are like, putting on a cool show, you know what I mean? It was like a demo kind of, but, you know, then they had the competition as well.
1: Are you cool. gonna are you gonna have the uh, the New England
0: Am next year? Yeah, fuck yeah! Every year, dude. We're on our second. This was our second year. It was insane. First year was amazing. Second year was even better. And the third's gonna. It's just gonna get better. We're gonna make sure. We're, our goal is to always make sure it's a good time and we're memorable. You know, like something fun, yeah. something awesome. Like everyone skates their ass off, and like everyone brings the same energy. Like people grow with it. And that's dude, second year was insane. We had shops come from florida graffiti skate zone what's up dan those dudes are awesome um charm city baltimore came out it's like eight hours you know shopping Florida, flew up we had maine connecticut rhode island dude there was so many states and shops that came it was insane so yeah for sure we're gonna do it again next year i'm gonna put myself on blast right now because i was gonna do it this year but i didn't but next year I'm definitely gonna have the winners take a photo with live lobsters. It'd be so sick. That's <laughs> <laughs> like you win a contest and we'll give you two lobs we'll give you twin lobsters.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I heard you on um on the Saron show. How do you pronounce it? Yeah, that's La- right. Lapsters. What's
0: like that? that. You
1: guys call them Lobsters.
0: Yeah, lobsters. <laughs> Lapsters. <laughs> you yeah, you checked out the Saron show, it's pretty rad, huh?
1: Oh yeah, dude. Uh, that was the only one you did? Uh, the only other like podcast interview that you've done?
0: Yeah, I believe so.
1: Well you did one with us. Yeah. And then did you did you do one? Oh, with Desiree State of the Astorga. She has
0: a podcast. Desiree Astorga. Kickflips okay. and touchdowns.
1: Pretty sick. I've been what? on
0: her I've been on her show. Um That's a I radio, hear that. radio show, but it was uh I think she does podcast forms as well now.
1: And then um I heard you on Now Streaming also. I think you did that one.
0: Yeah, Now Streaming. Hell yeah, that's the homie Andrew. This is a cool dude, man. And uh, he has a cool idea for a podcast involving Netflix, which is awesome. And he's, like, uh funny as hell, too. Humor. I'm down for people who are funny as hell. His podcast is sick, though.
1: Yeah, I haven't, like, heard a lot of them, but every time I listen to him, it's it's super funny. These guys are just goofy.
0: Yeah, man. Um yeah, let me one second, all right, James? Yeah, sorry. I wanted to pull up your website for the people listening. So I want to yeah. kind of like really get into what your service is and what you can do, and like kind of here's your professional moment to talk about
1: um your services.
0: So oh, Royal, royaldecadesign.com. Yeah,
1: well, it's just royaldeca.com, and then you know it'll it'll pull that up, but it's R O Y A L D E C A sick Deca, and uh
0: like the brand used to be like skate Deco. i like,
1: remember uh yeah I think De- exactly yeah dude Deco was my favorite company
0: so dope
1: i know it had like jb Killett and like enrique lorenzo and
0: those dudes are so good at skateboarding too i know man damn those are Day one was
1: on there i think
0: yeah day one yeah it was so sick i was a fan <laughs> so yeah i'm looking at the website and it looks so sick dude i'm checking it out and you guys have it's so crispy looking
1: Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, we do websites. I mean, um, we've done a few of them for like different places and stuff, but I, I really, uh, I really love doing podcasts. So if there's anyone out there that's thinking about starting one or, you know, maybe even is a brand that just wants to talk about it and, you know, just wants a little consultation or something, I'm so down to help with that. Just sure. cause I feel like so many skateboarding companies need one, you know, and they don't know it yet.
0: Yeah, agreed. And obviously they can reach out to you on the website.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: There's like a link that the website flows sick, man. I really like good-looking websites. You guys crushed it. And uh Thanks. I like that at the end skate to create, man. The who 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 that's what I was going to ask you earlier was who's your who's someone you podcasted with uh recently on your show? Like, someone that you're hyped
1: uh you just talked on. to you mean like what? What episode came out recently? Yeah, uh, Jason Hernandez oh, just dude. came out.
0: Sick. How was that?
1: Epic, man! Like he was—he was actually like at the barracks with like a bunch of dudes around him whenever he was talking. What? But that didn't—it didn't really matter. We, you know, still got a, a good interview and just asked him about how he became the, you know, the video icon <laughs> that he is now. Like, how, how did he start from just? filming a few of his friends to getting to where he is now and it was a really cool story that's
0: so rad dude i gotta listen to that when i saw it on i saw it on there and i actually have you guys in my podcast so i just gotta pop it on dude i'm just been caught (laughs) up i was caught up and that's the next one dude
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i appreciate it man um and then we're really excited that we have a couple more pros uh with their episodes coming out and then we talked to rob brink as well his episode is going to be coming out soon that's
0: rad, man um, you gotta. Uh, and you guys, uh, for your social media and Instagram and all that stuff, is it all Royal Deco?
1: Well, no, because our show was more popular. Yeah. You know, then we were just trying to like get our show out there. So our skate to create is on Instagram. It's just skate to create Sick. with the letter T. You know, the, the word T O. Yeah. <clears throat> and um that's that's where we do most of our like instagram stuff um and then we'll we'll put some stuff up on royal but that's, that's what we mostly do it out of
0: that's awesome yeah. um that's like a good way for people to reach out to is through the instagram you can hit it up and you guys will be checking it one of you guys right
1: oh for sure yeah hell yeah we, we like to chat with people on instagram read all the gossip and all the all the instagram fights and stuff
0: <laughs> the silliness <laughs> yeah Alright, if you could get one person on the podcast, who would it be? Like who's who's your who's your pipe dream guest?
1: Oh damn. Uh all right, so I'll say for a filmer it would be Ty Evans.
0: Damn, sick.
1: Um and for a pro skater, probably um dang. That's a that's a tough one. Toss up uh let's let's just say let's just say Costin. And then, and then for like a business owner, it'd probably be Bera, which you had on yours already.
0: Damn, sick!
1: (laughs) His episode was dope, man. I was, I was like, just taking all of that in because I really like what they what they do over there. So
0: yeah, that's sick. I'm glad I was really amazed that he came on the podcast. I was hyped that he was down because like. I don't know. I just... It's so, it was so new, like, podcasting, and if knowing what people knew what it was and the whole thing, and to get someone on. Like, especially with, like, when I get pro skateboarders on that have such rich legacies, and there's, like, you know, interviews in all these magazines and stuff. It's just, like, I never know if people are, understand what a podcast is or if they're going to treat it like old traditional interviews and stuff like that, and it's, like, I don't know. But he came on. He was very real and authentic, and, like, I like to... When you meet someone... That you watch their skating and they're just like you can have a full conversation, it's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, and, and I will say I've had some of my other like heroes on, like Colin Kennedy. Damn, yeah, you guys
0: had some stacked people on for sure, man.
1: Yeah, man. Uh but just another thing about about your show, do you do you feel like all the people that you invite come on? Or there's still a lot of like kinda it's kinda up in the air.
0: No, yeah, I think I think it's a lot of people I've asked have just been down, which is awesome. Like that's so cool to me, trips me out to be honest. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm kind of like, damn. Yeah, me to say no. <laughs> and then people ask me how I got them on. I'm like, I just asked. Like I don't know, but it's cool. So, but I mean, there's there's people that like. I'm more nervous to ask, you know what I mean? Like, I want to ask people, but I just, like, don't – like, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go or what it is, and I haven't got the balls to, like, email them or connect out somehow, you know? like. Uh, <laughs> but I still have more people like that. Um But it's been pretty easy, to be honest. I think the biggest problem would be wondering if they know about Skype and technology, you know what I mean? Like, which most yeah. people, I think, know nowadays. So – But yeah, that hasn't been that big of a problem, to be honest.
1: Well, there's this new platform called Blab, I think. um, I think I might have mentioned it to you before.
0: Yeah, you did. What's that all about?
1: Well, okay, so this is like the new platform that should replace Skype or Hangouts or any of those other video, you know, conference type of um, apps. And the really cool thing about it is that they don't have to download anything. You know, it's. It's all online streaming, and then so so that's like a good way to talk to someone by just sending them a link. You know, they don't have to do anything else. Yeah, they just Um,
0: click on the link and they're in the conversation.
1: Correct. And then another really rad thing about it is that um, it's kind of like a TV channel, kind of like YouTube. Like so, whenever you do a recording, it'll stay there. And if anyone goes to your profile, they can just check out all the different recordings that you've done.
0: So if you had episodes,
1: it would save your episodes? Exactly. Yeah. Not only that... Spot? All in one spot? All in one spot. And it's linked up through Twitter. See. So it's actually, like, integrated through Twitter to whereas... Uh, like Periscope? If you wanted, yeah, like Periscope, but better because you don't have to only do it live. Yeah. You know, it, it it allows you to... Um, it saves the file, and then it sends it to you via email, so you can just, like, download it, put it on your website, um, upload it to YouTube, whatever.
0: Who has the content, though? That's kind of nerve-wracking. Do they own the content at that point?
1: Well, technically, your Twitter owns it. Really? It's, it's like, Twitter intellectual property. But, um, but the other rad thing, you could have up to four people, like, on a video call, like with us. Yeah so there'd be like four squares of us talking and then you can invite anyone. So if like someone wanted to come in with a question they could either do it via video or via chat. And they have like this chat bar on the side where people can be having their own conversations about what's going on 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 the actual call. Yeah. And they can ask questions or whatever. It's it's really cool for interaction.
0: No oh, shit. I think, because I've seen a lot of these out there, like, I I don't know about these, this one in particular, but I've seen, like, the conference room calls where your video and it's all that and everything, it just seems, uh, I don't know, I never really looked into it much more than that. Besides Periscope, Periscope was pretty fun for a second, I do not really used it in a while, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> the best well, I think this this is going to take over a little bit, I think.
0: Yeah, you'll have to send me a link, I'll fucking gladly check it out, though.
1: Well, not only that, man, I wanted to see if, because what we're doing is you know our whole show we're trying to help people be inspired to pursue their goals and you know whether that's in the industry or it's just a career or whatever Mm -hmm. um we wanted to take it a next step and actually connect with our audience through this you know blab conversation yeah we call it we call it the stc mastermind so if you wanted to get on uh Oh, sick. Yeah, that would allow people to ask you questions about starting your own business or about being a pro skater, and we'll you know, be able to facilitate that conversation.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Send me all the links and info. I'll check it all out, and we can talk more about it for sure. Let's do it. That's cool, man. I've seen it before, but it's cool to know that you guys are doing it. Like The people that reached out to me before, I don't know what they're doing or if it's a similar thing because I never really looked into it. But uh, since we work together, I'll check it out with you. <laughs>
1: cool. I'll
0: definitely come on and say hi for sure. See what it is. Hell
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, Fred Van Shee was on it. Sick. Um, he's the man. Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Culbertson from uh, Some Ghetto agreed to it. That's rad, man. So, yeah, a bunch yep. of people. That's cool. Well, fuck, dude. I'm trying to think. Did we got anything else? did I think any- we? I think we covered it, man. He said
0: podcast a lot. I know that
1: if anyone wanted to know about podcasting or have our thoughts on it i think they got them (laughs) this is really fun dude i i really enjoyed
0: like working and meeting you guys and i feel like i made some friends and uh i appreciate us still working together and if i can help in any way like i'm hyped you came on this show and uh, i'll help promote and you promote it on your end and we'll see what's cool let's
1: do the damn thing yeah thanks so much anthony appreciate it man it's been it's been a pleasure uh being in contact with you for so long and uh all, all the best of luck with you on the podcast
0: yeah definitely and we'll keep in touch and uh everyone check check out all the servers com, correct correct and then skate to create is the instagram spelled out s-p-a-t-e-t-o or wait skate to yep c-r-e-a-t-e so actually spelled out skate to create on instagram um thanks james
1: all right man peace hang on brothers and sisters Liberation is near. It's almost time. Oh, ten, two, ten, three, buddy, nine, hell
0: yeah. Eight, Say eight, come nine, on. Seven, so all my people where you six, at. Put your eight, fist up. Five, we gon' twist four, up. Say come on, come on. Experience the train. Hop Come on. Experience
1: rockin' with the reed.